What's up, man? Let me take you for a little spin, man. Show you what it feel like. I gotta go make these drop offs. Man, you think you're the only one out here working, B? Gotta make drop offs too, B. Come on, man, get it, man. Ain't taking no for an answer, man. Come on, man. Get in. I'm not taking no for an answer. Welcome back to the No Care Podcast. I'm your host, Solo Homie Mo. Before we get into today's episode, I need you all to do me a quick favor. Whether you may be listening to this podcast, I'm available on all major platforms. Amazon, Apple, wherever you may be listening. I need you to do me a favor. Like and subscribe and download so you can listen to my podcast when you ain't got shit else to do you know what i'm saying i ain't looking for no fans but just hitting the download button or the bell notification on youtube you know what i'm saying just lets me know that you can able to listen to me when you ain't got shit else to do and i guarantee you once you listen to me you're gonna be back so just do me that one favor now today's episode is i guess you could say it's part two of can a woman raise a boy into a man? Now, I had did this podcast a while back. You can go check it out. Um, it's can a woman raise a boy into a man? And I basically took the stance of no. And once that pop podcast dropped, I was um, I was contacted by Fancy Octopus of the Barry James podcast. And he had basically reached out to me and he said he wanted to, um, he said he was intrigued by a couple of the points that I made in the podcast and he wanted to come on and have a dialect about it. So, uh, this is what that podcast is. This is also, this is going to be a visual podcast. So <clears throat> if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, you can check it out on YouTube. You can, uh, check it out. It'll be some for the people who, who uh check the podcast out on youtube it just won't be the uh cover art no more it'd be an actual our uh, actual zoom meeting of the conversation we had and uh also before we get into it um i just uh you don't have to forgive me because i started recording late into the podcast through technical difficulties so we started like 20 minutes into the conversations where the podcast pick up but it was a dope conversation and i was going you know what I'm saying? He did reach out to me about the, um, can a woman raise a boy into a man? But we had ended up and drifted into a whole bunch of different topics and a whole bunch of different things. So I decided to title the name of this podcast, my conversation with the white guy. So, um, check it out. It was pretty dope. Um, I, 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 um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be back on the podcast soon. So if um, you found what he was saying interesting, you can definitely check his podcast out. It's available on all major platforms. It's called the Barry Gems Podcast. So check it out. Um, make sure you leave a like. Make sure you download, comment, email me. Tell me what you think of the podcast. If you want to put your input in or want to be on a part three, uh, make sure you email me. My contact information is, is in the description of this podcast. So um thank you for listening so i think i think the interesting point i I think i'm getting to question is like what is like the proper way to raise like a son versus a daughter right so like what if you you know like what defines like a proper son versus a proper daughter right so like let's say uh I, I have a girl and she becomes a tomboy mm-hmm. and she wears jean jackets and, and she likes reading comic books and she does whatever other tomboy, whatever we define to be not womanly. Is mm-hmm. that, is she no longer a proper woman? Like, is she, is she I'm, different? You know what I mean? I mean, I hate to ask a question with a question, but can I ask you that? Because you just like yeah, sure. title her as a as a tomboy and it's like I don't want my daughter to be like have no title with a boy in it so I mean if I mean I, I I think she's still and I, I mean I would personally say at the end of the day she's, she's still a but woman she says she you know what I'm saying but I wouldn't well want I would say that she's a, a title she is, with but, a boy in it no well I mean but uh I would I would feel that they can be whatever they want to be and, mm-hmm. and and specifically like you know if they 
decide that they're not a woman, then that's fine, you know? And I think that's where the term proper gets, gets, uh, What do you mean if they decide they're not a woman, that's fine? Like, what if they decide that they don't fit in with any gender? Like, they decide, I am just, I'm a them. I'm a, I'm a non-binary. I'm, I, I, I don't feel connected to these ideas of either one. Like, so would what is that, that, is that, is then, that- that's a whole, a whole deeper, but I'm, I'm intrigued by the, 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 the topic because it's like, is, that's like going against biology, ain't it? So is that, is it a brain thing? Um, it, it actually in recent years, uh, there's been like evidence to suggest that there is like biological, like this gender fluidity that like there is like biological, uh, reasons behind it. Like you could have, hormonal uh mixes within a person that and i'm gonna but butcher this a little bit i'm not a scientist but mm-hmm. right, they're okay. um yeah. you can have like a person who has like female genitalia per se like they have mm-hmm. a vagina and, mm-hmm. and whatever and they but they don't identify with that or like there is a dysmorphia between the, uh their i the, how they see themselves and and, and that and maybe that dysmorphia or uh, the way they view themselves is, is um, I don't know like if it's like purely hormonal or if it's like, uh, you know, uh, purely just how they see themselves. But it, it, uh, there is some science to say to, to see that like there are possible situations mm-hmm. that aren't just like mental aberrations. They're, they're like physical, like, like gendered, like someone thinking that they aren't a man when they have a penis and feel like they identify mm-hmm. better with a different gender is like there is bio there is biology behind it. It's um and it's very interesting to see how they like study the stuff because right. especially when it comes to things like intersex babies or whatever that have both genitalia and mm-hmm. they you know sometimes they just decide which one's which. Well, that's I feel like that's they just, like, cut one off. Both, I mean. But it's when you have one or the other, so it's like I mean, you have one or the other, and you feel this certain way. You so you're saying it's not mental. You're saying it's hormonal. It's, it's not necessarily. Well, it, it can be both. It's like a whole thing where it's like you like you couldn't necessarily say to them, you couldn't like take them to therapy and talk them through it. It mm-hmm. it, it requires them to be like completely. Uh, they have to like, for them to like deal with that anxiety, they have to be able to express themselves in that way. And, right? Like they, they don't feel comfortable being what we say a woman is or being what we say right. a man is. Right, no sure. And so, and so, the, and like, you know, just talking them through it isn't going to work. Like they, right. they have to be comfortable in their, who they are. Right. Which they're currently thinking that. Right. No one is comfortable I, with the way they are. I understand. I understand what you're saying. So let me ask you this. So would that be considered an illness? I don't think so. I, I don't see. I think illness implies that. Or some type of. Because something isn't right. I mean, why is it not right? I mean, if you That's have. I can are. see. If you, I can see. I, I understand as as the person, as as having the. You, you're a person because you have a soul, but as far as like you said, the example for the person having two, okay, I understand that. But when it's you have a, a specific organ, and then it's something inside you that doesn't coincide with the organ that you was born with, that doesn't lead to anything being nothing being off anywhere. I mean, not like not to say that it's wrong, or you know what I'm saying. Not even physical. Not know what I'm saying. Not to say that it's wrong. You know what I'm saying. But just to say is it's clearly you know what I'm saying. Not what the, the what the yeah. body was intended. I, I think to. I get. I think I think I think I get your idea. And I think the it's a it's an important distinction to make. But I think the 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 thing is that if you want to clarify something as an as something that would be like an illness here, I would say it'd be the anxiety of not being able to be yourself right so like the problem isn't that they at least if you're asking me the problem wouldn't be that you know they want to be a woman and they feel driven like instinctually to be that even though they have a penis the problem would be that there are pressures that make it to where that having that desire makes them feel very very nervous and anxious and as if they're going to 
not exist because it's one of those things where when we're talking about this kind of issue, a lot of people that have these problems, the way people that talk about them, usually to their face too, is that they, they, that they're not real. That makes sense. Um. Which is very, it's very anxiety inducing along with the threat of violence. But right, so, but even anxiety. I think that was the problem. Anxiety, the definite. I mean, but even the definition of anxiety is still a, a, a illness. So I mean, yeah, that's what I'd say. Like that part of it would be, but it's this same amount of an illness as, let's say, me having right, extreme right. anxiety. I, I, right. You know what I'm saying? It's just about. I don't want to. I don't want to say like the word that's in my head. I don't want to say normal. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody. Yeah, yeah. Everybody is unique, but. I, I can't find uh, it's definitely something I'm gonna have to do more research on and uh it's very I, interesting. I, I never thought of you really uh made me think about it a different way as far as the um people because I always felt like a child is born and they don't know anything you know what I'm saying except for the yeah survival skills that they're born with you know what I'm saying the finding nipple stuff like that and as far as everything else they learn from what they see. So, and some kids not only learn from what they see, they, you know, people are messed with, you know what I'm saying, growing up and, and, and choose to choose a different lifestyle. So, yeah. I mean, and that's why I, we had kind of de- delved deep into that, but I kind of, uh, want to swing back around to, to the top of, of my sure, podcast. Yeah. But, um, and I guess more too, when I was, when I was, when I was, um, recording it, it was more speaking to my community, the black community, because, um, a lot of the issues that, that, that my people face is because we don't have any fathers in the homes, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I think that's and, uh, a part of the aspect too that I was bringing when I uh, recorded that. And, and, and yeah, that is very important. And I think you really nailed a uh, part of the head there at the beginning of that episode when you talked about how the system is built to remove the black father from the home. It's right. 100% true. Like, right. like I, I would say that, I mean, you hear this argument all the time and it's complete fucking nonsense, but it's the argument that like black fathers, aren't there because of their culture and i don't think that's the case it's more oh, likely no. the case yeah yeah it's because they're locked up yeah it's not, it's not locked up and it's a lot of kids having kids you know what i'm saying and that's why i say yeah. like a lot of i guess well well i know a lot of the the feelings from that podcast was speaking to my community is just you know what i'm saying so you got this this boy being raised by his mama and he don't know how to handle his emotions you know what i'm saying he yeah handle his emotions like he like his mama do you know what i'm saying and, and it's stressful, and, man. Yeah, and it's I like mean, that's and and just growing and being a millennial in my community in, in the city of Chicago, I see it a lot. It's just like a lot of a lot of young boys is like they future, you know what I'm saying? I hate to cast any aspersions on anybody, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, the next astronaut, but it's just not it's not looking good, you know what I'm saying? So well, I feel like there's also um I don't want to like you know. Uh, speculate too much, so please c- catch me if I'm wrong here. No, but no I feel no, like there's no. a lot of like uh, cynicism in the in the in the some of these communities because like they do see that, that like mean? cops come in, so like like they don't they see that the future is already dead for them. Yeah, because the way they see it, the community is being ravaged by like police and by uh, like corporations coming in just taking money uh-huh. out. It's, no money staying. It's not even the police necessarily because at the end of the day a lot of the police officers they just regular people doing a job trying to get a paycheck you know what i'm saying yeah and they put in environments and situations that they really i feel like they're not qualified to handle especially in in, in a lot of these inner cities like you should have it should be like marine type type training you know what i'm saying to yeah uh or like you know there are certain there are certain cases where it's like maybe the police shouldn't be so one size fits all you know, maybe, you know. Yeah, and it's just stuff like that. More police from the community able to, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. But it's it's just like, it's, 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 it's. It's tough. The inner city is like, it's like a black hole. It's like, as a young black man, you can go out and you can spend eight hours with a suit and a tie looking for a job. Eight hours in Chicago. It's about a 
25% chance you're going you're gonna to come home with a job. But if you put on a, a white T-shirt and some jeans and spend eight hours on the street, you're going to come home with a gun and some crack. And, I mean, and, and that makes like, money, dude. Right. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I can't put it all on the police because it's like, it's they arrest the young black people for selling little bags of drugs and having, you know what I'm saying, guns, but the guns is getting into community some way, but they not stopping that flow. You know no, yeah. Saying? The police officers, whoever's supposed to do that, they not doing, like none of these people have gun cards or, or a lot of them don't even have cars and they killing people, but they have access to guns that the police don't even have access to. And they have drug, yeah. access to drugs that's, that's produced and made in other countries that end up in the inner city, but we can't get jobs, but we can get. Well, that's the, that's I think Columbus. that's like, the, one of the key things there is that so like you were saying like if you go out with a tie and shit and you look for like a legit job you you have like a, a one in four chance you're gonna, you're gonna get one and that's not great that's fucking shit and to then and so when you say like that and then you're like oh but they come back with like fucking a gun and crack maybe they can make cash doing right, that and I mean, not, it'd be hard yeah. to tell a reasonable person not to do that. I'm not saying do that. But now you end up in, but now <laughs> like, you don't dead do in the street or in a jail cell. So it's like, yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So it's like just using myself. I always like to use myself as an example. Like I, I was putting in applications at one point in time, like left and right, left and right. And I'm a real tech guy. I did a Best Buy application. I told my lady friend, I'm like, yeah, I did the Best Buy application. I told them all what yeah. I do. She do the application. They call her back the next day. They never called me back to this day. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, you know what God. I'm saying? So, you know, it's just, it ain't easy. You know what I'm saying? It's just until, yeah. until that stops, you know what I'm saying? Until these, these drugs from these other countries and these guns get stopped, they stop losing, like, you know what I'm saying? Losing guns. Cause that's basically what's happening. Like these is, I, I know teenagers with guns that's better than the police. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, until they stop that. There's, there's gonna be, and I don't think they want to stop it. So it's gonna. I mean, like, no, yeah, and you're, 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 you're right, 100. percent And it doesn't help that the since the fact that like there's so many illegal ways to make cash, it makes it easy for like police, uh, for like people to get just taken off the streets, right? Right. right. So it's like instead of getting the big guys, is bringing the shit in here. Yeah, it's like, well, that was the thing. I think it was in the 90s. It was called, it's called broken windows policing. And the idea is that you'll fix crime ridden neighborhoods or na- low income neighborhoods or whatever they're wanting to use the phrase for at the time mm-hmm. by fixing broken windows. The idea being that like, if you really criminalize things like small time drug dealing, uh, graffiti, like shit like that, like small time shit, then people will get scared and won't do big things like murder, which it obviously isn't fucking true. Because no. like, when's the last time like a guy was like, I'm gonna go shoot somebody? Oh shit, they arrested that dude for graffiti? Well, I don't know, man. It's over until they start. I don't know if I'm gonna do that anymore. The, the, the drugs and the, and the guns from coming in is not gonna, it's not gonna stop. And then the neighborhood, a lot of the, I don't know, uh, where you from? Uh, I grew up in Texas. Okay. I don't know if you ever see Chicago like on the media. Like a lot of the murders that's happening is is like the gangs is is uh retaliation yeah. cycles. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's it's really nowhere until you stop the the influx of the illegal guns and drugs is going to continue. It seems I like they're like, trying to push the like, push them out the city now into the suburbs and stuff. So we'll see. Oh well, yeah, they're just trying to just push them somewhere. Yeah, somewhere different, trying right? Push it. I know. Trying to pretty up the pretty up downtown and stuff and push everybody out. I'm living in uh, Boston right now and I'm kind of next to a one like a more like uh, like violentish neighborhood. Even though like violent for Boston really isn't uh-huh. that violent. Yeah. But there no, have I, been like I a few. A lot of, I watch a lot of I watch a lot of gangster movies, man. Boston guys. <laughs> but the there was this dude like executed down the street. Uh, and there was a lot of shootings rising this summer, but from what we could tell, at least when I was seeing, and it seemed like it was being like gang shit, just like, you know, people getting pissed at each other, you know, fucking like kids, like 18, 20, some shit, they get mad at each other and go fucking, you know, do what kids do, which is crazy shit. 
right? <laughs> like you know, and that's another thing too. That's what's like it's like it's a it's a crazy world, man. It's like you all you can do is is if you a law abiding citizen, if you not get your own carry concealed because it's a crazy world, man. And what it is, a lot of people have mental illnesses. Like you hear a lot of these stories. Yeah, and it's just some people they's just sick. Like I, I know somebody that was just at a, a, a party and his girlfriend got into an incident with another female and he got up and shot somebody five times and killed the man in his own house. Like you gotta be sick That's, to just get dude, up and kill somebody over a scrap. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's fucking insane, dude. Right. Like I know, like I have friends who are into guns and shit. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I'm in the gun. I like guns too. You know what I'm I love, I fucking love guns, dude. They're right. fun, dude. They're, they're great time. But like, you never bring a gun where people are drinking, man. Like that shit's because you do shit like that. Like but it's even like, if like you overly fucking everybody, so it's like you just gotta like always well, protect yourself nowadays, man. Yeah, well, it's like I remember in Texas when I was still there, uh, they were they were like people were saying they need to put extra background screenings in, and the gun shops were like, no, we already have that. But they wouldn't check with other gun shops if to see if someone's been screened before. So like if you went to Walmart, try to buy a gun and they do a background check and they're like, mm-hmm. Oh no, you, you don't qualify. You go to the Walmart next door, they don't ask. So right. they just be like, if that background check succeeds, which it could, cause it could be a completely different company or whatever, then it's like, Oh yeah, cool. You're good now. So like people would just like, if they did get failed, they just hit every gun store, which what in Texas is- there's plenty. <laughs> but with that, that's all I say is like the best thing I feel like with that too is like always protect yourself because like you can never really know what, you know what I'm saying? People, a lot of people yeah. that do this crazy shit, they be living normal lives and do, you know what I'm saying? And snap, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of, uh, situations where it just be, uh, guys who been at their job for 30 years and they lose their job, you know what I'm saying? That's all they know. And they and just they come back freak. and they shoot everybody, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, how could you? It's, and his gun was lawfully purchased. He was a ca- uh, carry concealed, you know what I'm saying? He's got a serial number. So it was like, on it, you know, never, it's fucking right. It's like, you never, never know. know. Like, this is a, it's a, I, I was always say, it's a crazy time. And the, the best thing you can do is do what you can to protect yourself and create some type of generational wealth to. To the generational your, wealth. Yeah, to it's protect insane. your people, and that's another thing. That's why a lot of a lot of my content. I, I try to speak. I, I don't say I try to speak, but it probably naturally come off to me speaking to my community because I see was like detrimental. To yeah, like our that makes sense. Like, ain't no growing up and in a house. You know what I'm saying? And mom, dad, garage, backyard. You know what I'm saying? You get 16, yeah. you get a car. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. No, I don't go like that. At all, I'm sure. So like, no, yeah, it's it's, it's a different way, world, man. It's way different. That's why I say, like, if if uh, and I, I appreciate your your um the the dialect we having right now is really uh. I no, yeah, I'm I'm really yeah. I think it's real dope. Um, I, uh, uh, because I don't I don't mean to uh sound. You know what I'm saying? You sound like you might be Caucasian. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh, I definitely am. Yeah, <laughs> you so, nailed it. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I appreciate the uh, the dialogue we have, man. Um, no, it's I, nice. I think people I mean, get a, a wrong, a, a bad um, rap. We get a bad rap. I mean, I think people are too... I think a lot of people um, experience like their life personally. Of course, well, everyone does that. But they sometimes... Uh, I've noticed, especially with a lot of white people, mm-hmm. uh, is that there is like, especially since all like everything around us is based around white people to some degree, like, you know, right. like all like the movies and TV shows right. and shit, it is. like you know, even it the is. fucking news, it's based around white people. All that, like, I mean, black people. Yeah, everything. When, when the, that was written. So, I mean, and so I think it's interesting because I think a lot of white people, then they, they see that and they assume that what they're what they're thinking what they're seeing is is like the norm because it is in a way but they don't connect that with being white right they think it's like the normal way but they don't make the connection that like it's white culture that it's white shit even though it is because it's all a bunch of you know what i mean and so i think a lot of them then get really frustrated or confused or angry when you try and talk about the differences between the cultures because to them 
they're just doing the normal. They're just being right. themselves. Right. And they everything are. around they them. They are. Right. They is. And it, and it reinforces the idea that this is not like a identity white politics thing. This is just that this is how America is. Even though if you ask anybody who's lived in like, you know, a black and brown community, they have a completely different right. life. Exactly. Uh, entirely. And, and, but, but, and, the white people are like, oh, well, you know, that's like the black community. It's like, well, in reality, even though you think that you're in the norm, you're in the white community and there's a big difference there. And I think people have trouble like making that connection. So that's why you get a bunch of like, I guess, fragile white people who <laughs> get really upset when yeah. well, you I talk mean, about how there's differences. Uh, I mean, if you, uh, that's what I said. It's, it's definitely differences. If we want to get technical, I mean, slavery was just like four or five grandparents ago. And that's yeah, it's, uh, it's not far. Right, and that's another thing, you know what I'm saying, that I feel like that plays my community and we don't get that's why I said another thing about the mental illnesses and stuff. And a lot of the things too, you know what I'm saying, they give us too much credit, you know what I'm saying? It's just a different I understand the time that we <laughs> in that you're able to put everything everybody has a camera on their phone now, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has a camera in their pocket. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying, just as far as like the gang banging and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Black people, we didn't that's why I meant to say like white people they have a culture black people we never had a culture you know what I'm saying that was taken from us when we came yeah. here so everything we know that's like kind of what I, about the kid thing everything we know we learned you know what I'm saying from like we gang banging yeah. in Chicago now but before we was gang banging it was poor white people in Chicago gang banging you know what I'm saying Al Capone and was oh, yeah. was up here cutting people in half with Tommy guns, you know what I'm saying? And blowing up bars. He was going fucking crazy. Kids dude. in them. You Shoving know what his saying? face into mountains of cocaine. Right. So it's like, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like one, and it's like once that, and it's like literally, I don't know how it is in other communities. So it's like the, all the, the rundown communities of Al Capone them was, was doing their thing. And that's where the black people moved in, built in, and then got burnt back down when the King rights and all that shit. And, uh, the, the gang leaders got that's probably on the whole another podcast but just- yeah i mean if i mean it's also worth to point out like you brought up like the fact that like slavery wasn't that long ago and it also like there are like every single time and you can see this throughout american history where every single time um like a black community started to get uh wealth or power uh there was violent reactions to it like the Tulsa bombing riots are the, probably the big one everyone thinks is now because of Watchmen. Yeah. But that now, happened. And black people like, don't also, even know, you know about Watchmen. Like in my community, they don't even know about Watchmen. So on my end, won't even know they don't even know what you're talking about. But they'll probably know if you say But like, then like also the Black Wall Street bombing. Yeah, yeah. But then also like even like before that, you know. Uh, there was the shotgun diplomacy era where like, uh, when the, when the Republicans gave away the South to the Democrats in, um, the 1880s or whatever during reconstruction, mm-hmm. it was actually, I think at that time period, I think the South was like considered the most racially representative of the U.S. Like I think ever in some degrees because of like, it was like the Republicans forced the South to elect black representatives in proportion to the number of black people in their states. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you know, as soon as the black people start getting power there, you see the, you know, the, the people fight back. They, they get violent and they rip that all away. They, right. they, they started just like, you know, fucking, fucking shit up. And I think a lot of people forget that, forget that, like, you know, it's not, it hasn't been 180 years really. Like there's mm-hmm. been resets. Right. Uh, even the civil, if civil rights legislation, right? There mm-hmm. was, as soon as that happened, violent shit was going down, you know, and it wasn't, it was not the most cases. It wasn't the black people instigating, you know. And I think, uh, at least uh, a lot of white people tend to forget that. At least the ones I talk, not the ones I talk to, but the ones that a lot of people I've met, team seem to like, not really grasp that concept. As because as, as you're saying, like there is like an interesting thing. Was like there what like black culture is like completely unique to America. There's not like some long line you can draw right. back to and be like, oh, exactly. I'm from exactly. Chad or whatever. Uh-huh. Right. Like even our names and stuff like it's like not technically they're all, you know what I'm saying, European names. Yeah. But, you know, I like mean Johnson. 
that's just how the cookie crumble. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Like that's why I don't hold no. How it is. I don't have no. You know what I'm saying? No hate. You know what I'm saying? In my heart toward no nobody because of their skin color. But just asking from your perspective as a as a white man, do you um how do you feel about like slavery? Like I, when, I mean, before I let you explain. Um, just when I had touched on it not being too long ago, because I feel like uh, my community is played by when I talk about the mental issue, the mental illnesses. Like, I feel like that's like um, that can go in like generations. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we was fucked up. Like they was having people sleep with they, And that's another thing that go like into the, like homosexuality thing with me. Like it's like they was like breeding, breeding slaves and it was breaking down black men by like bringing them out in front of everybody and the strongest black man and fuck them in the ass or uh putting ropes no yeah like legs in his arms and just to make a statement in front of everybody else so it's like you know even though we might not you know what i'm saying still have the physical scars from that time i feel like Somewhere in our cerebral, you know, cerebellum, whatever the fuck it is up there, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? It's still mental illness, some type of PTSD, you know what I'm saying? That's still, there's, there's. Well, so I think you're right. And I think that I don't think it's even necessarily like something like imprinted there. I would say that like we still, um, treat, I mean, not to the extreme of like raping black men in front of other men to like show them what's up. But, like, if you look at, like, how black people who try to stand and do something uh, inside of their field, uh, whether it be black women or black men, they are immediately castrated if it doesn't go Mm -hmm. along with whatever the mainstream white culture is. Like, a a solid example is Colin Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. He was a pretty solid quarterback. He was in the top 30-ish percent. Uh, he wasn't, he wasn't the greatest, but he was better than fucking, uh, what's his name? He definitely should be. Cam Newton still got a job. I don't don't know if he's better than Cam. I think Cam Newton's just getting a bad, bad. (laughs) They, everybody said Tom Brady didn't have an offense last year, so it's gonna act like Cam got one this year. Oh, yeah. But, um, either way, Colin wasn't like bad at his job. He definitely had the legs to go for like another decade in the NFL. Right. And then he, he does like a very slight protest, like not like some big protest. I remember mm-hmm. like even originally he didn't show up for the pledge and then his veteran uh, teammate was like, yo, it's disrespectful. You should kneel instead. So he kneeled. Sure enough, uh, like the white like, dominant culture. The, the national anthem. We don't care about this shit. Who fucking gives a shit about right, the national exactly. anthem, dude? Mm-hmm. But so uh, he gets immediately castrated. Like, I mean, like, it was, I don't know if that necessarily led to him losing his job. That's a different whole thing. I don't know. I'm not a sports reporter. Well, but the way that the, the discussion around it was, oh, it sounded a lot like, like, uh, this black dude's getting up, but he need to put him in his place. That's what it sounded like when it came down to white people talking about Colin Kaepernick. And I think that this is an example of what you're talking about, where I don't think like the slave, even though slavery is over, I don't think that the superiority complex is is gone. You know what I mean? Is is not? I mean, it's written in the. I mean, it's written in the constitution. It's written in the constitution. All the laws and shit. So I mean, until that, you know, that's why I kind of like. You know, I liked when you know I didn't vote for Trump or anything, but I like the shakeup. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the. Yeah. The, the suit and tie, I'm just doing what they, I'm reading off this paper shit, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, well, I mean, the Democrats right? are like, oh, uh, sir, I hate that uh, bullshit we're going to so much. I hate that bull, that Democrat Republican bullshit. No, I feel it, dude. Like, I'm, I'm ready it's for like, like Oprah and Kanye West and man, like for real. Not Kanye. I mean, there's a issues, reason. But. I mean, other than like, you know, Trump's a, a bit of an obvious racist or whatever, but. There's a reason why more people, more higher percentage of black people voted for him this in 2020 than in 2016. Okay, let me and ask I think you. It's, so you feel like you feel like Trump is an obvious racist? Um, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Me personally, um, me personally, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like. So I mean, there's some interesting stories if you'd like to hear. Yeah, I'll definitely have to do, hear some some stories. Cause just as far as, cause I'm all about, you know what I'm saying. As far as, you know what I'm saying. 
you are ain't nothing wrong with being proud to be of being white. You know what I'm saying? That you white. You know what I'm saying? You got one life. Like, why would you not be proud yeah. to be? Who I mean, I would say like, I would say like maybe not proud, but like don't feel like guilty. Like, have you seen those people who like? Go up to like black people and like wash their feet or whatever. Yeah, like that shit is definitely weird. weird. That shit is definitely <laughs> weird. weird. Like, don't, like, don't do that. That's fucking. Right. But, right. but like, well, like yeah, that's what it's like. Some some people, some black people that they consider radical, like they be like things was good when everybody was segregating. Everybody went to their own schools and stuff. So it's like, yeah, um, everybody has they. That's and that's why too is like a lot of you know what I'm saying. I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm a I'm a young black man that work a nine to five, but I got a lot of tattoos and shit. And and I feel like like I'm in a store around an older white woman or older white man. I you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I get vibes. You're gonna get supervisor or like a supervisor at a job. I just feel like you know what I'm saying? They try it because it's just at they're so old at one point in time when they was, you know what I'm saying, young and like me, it was normal to, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like have a guy get thrown out in public, you know, in public. So it's like now you trying to act like something that you ain't just been doing for the last 20 years. So you do think like, like, for instance, like, uh, like if, um, uh, 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 a white female was to bring a black guy home to his parents and his grandparents was like, wouldn't approve type shit, like shit like that. It's possible. It's still a thing. So it's that's why I'd be like a lot of shit be like still be happening too. It's like to be a lot of still people who still stuck, who still alive that was back when that shit was okay. So that, like now they gotta act like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they gotta be all fucking or like it's even just like ingrained too. Right. Like, I mean, I know personally I experienced it wasn't like my parents were raising me to be racist or some shit. They weren't telling me like they're doing they were trying to tell they they would always be like, remember you can't fucking judge people based on the skin of the color but like when you live in an isolated insulated community i lived in a town full of white people right. exclusively like my part of the city was full white and, and i remember I like, the like, first, I, like i can't remember first, last time i talked to a white guy like for real but like the first like few years of me dealing with uh black people you know i would get scared the first time i see them you know and it took a while to to like break out of it and it's not like you know i don't think my parents like bred it into me i think it was just that you know, I lived in an all-white town with a bunch of white people and everything on TV, all the movies, they had the black guys be criminals and they had fucking white people as the normal dudes. And I think but that mom, it took, But the white people be I knew not, families and, and be serial killers and stuff. Well, they are, yeah. But it's just it's just like it's it's like fucking it's like a baked in type shit, right? It's yeah, like that's what, yeah, constant that's, imagery. Exactly. That's and that's why I say like and for so, somebody who was living it that shit, you know what I'm saying? That grew up in that shit. Yeah. Chasing black and people. And so it's just like I, shit. I just remember like fucking uh like like first seeing him, I remember thinking like, oh shit, you know, you get kind of scared and then feeling really bad because you're like you're not supposed to get scared, you know, type deal, cause whatever. And it's not it's just fucking I think that's where like this like i don't like that segregation idea because i feel like it'll just lead to more fucking people who get sketched out when they talk to different people yeah. you know what i mean yeah right because you don't know you don't know how to you know what i'm saying and that's the yeah. thing too about what i say about like the police and the community not even necessarily i'd be like you gotta have all black police officers but it's it's, not, it's latinos you know what i'm saying and it's poor white people too you know what i'm saying but yeah that's that's basically all it, it boils down to we in this in a poor city where it's an influx of illegal drugs, guns, and sex trafficking. So until they do like how the police bust the bad guys on the movies when they get like the a whole truck they, they like, busting a warehouse guy, and shit. <laughs> until they start doing that <laughs> shit. It's, they, they They're never gonna do that them. shit, dude. Right, cause they never go after I heard the top I heard guy. like if they like if they like made like cocaine hundred percent legal, like the stock market would crash. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, I mean, honestly, legalizing fucking drugs would help a lot, right? At the Decriminalizing very least, the drugs selling- will stop. It was the cartels would have they wouldn't have no business, and they killing people. Yeah, you can't even travel to Mexico certain buy- times of the year because the cartels are at war. So it's like, Dude, 
we would buy good old American fucking cocaine and crack, and we wouldn't right. need to buy this imported bullshit. Like exactly. <laughs> we could buy it down the street from. Sally, it just, it's man. eventually. It's, I feel like it's eventually just gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? It's just the you know yeah. It's, just like with alcohol, just now how we going through with marijuana. It's just you know what I'm saying. Once just, once you can't have these black and brown people become millionaires and billionaires off this shit and y'all not getting y'all cut and now that at the age we in where everything is documented and it's in the open so it's like now we're, so we're gonna just uh, regulate it so make sure nobody overdoses and just put our tax yeah. on it you know what I'm saying but you know <laughs> just like they was chasing yeah. Al Capone them around now they got beer commercials and shit which I was chasing them around shooting them in the ass for the shit now he's like number one, number one celebrity, dude. Do y'all get the Capone some money? Do they? Yeah. Do they inherit? You know what I'm saying? They should get some type of, some type of. Payment. I think they do. They should. I think they get fucking. Cash. If they do, black people should definitely get some type get... of reparations. If Al Capone, <laughs> if Al Capone sure, get reparations, we should get reparations. <laughs> I think it's, I wouldn't be surprised if El Capone's family's got like fucking back ends. I mean, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if they got back ends on the scarf. How, how you feel about reparations? <laughs> um, you know, I, don't I, like I wouldn't the, be mad if it was one check. If it was one check for like every black person I mean, that's alive right I now, think, get 10,000. Everyone that's born, get 10,000. When you're born, get 10,000. So I think it would be, I think that if you were to do like cash reparations, yeah. I don't know if the U.S. has the money. Man, straight up. Let me like, tell you something about money, man. High enough. Let me tell you something about paper, man. I'm not, not, not even saying like you can print be, that shit I think that, out the wolves out, man. That shit not real, man. <laughs> I don't think that shit. But real, I was man. thinking like, I think like a really good form of reparations would be something like because we like can't get like for the Robin Hood. Act. No, we yeah. don't want no I mean, slow money. We nowadays. don't want no money that's gonna build <laughs> that's and over funny. years and over. We gotta wait till we get old to spend that. Well, shit. so I remember. I remember, so there was this, uh, this policy in Austin. I don't know if it's still a thing anymore, but it's called the Robin Hood Act, mm-hmm. where they would take um, money from rich school districts mm-hmm. and they'd give it to poor school districts mm-hmm. as a way to like try and even the playing field. And I think that could be a, 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 an achievable form of reparation. Uh, one thing, if you want to get, I'm just saying this is from a political standpoint. Mm-hmm. If you want to get reparations passed, you can't make it about black people. Sadly, you have to make it about poor people. <laughs> See, and, that, and that's the that's thing. And that's America. the thing. Like we could never, you know, what I'm saying that's like we always like it can't be. That's why I said like white people still don't want to. I feel like they still find it hard dude, to we're accept too that sensitive, we got fucked dude. over because it's like we can never just be like like it always got to be much lumped in with like the women's rights and the gay rights. Like if you want to be honest. Like Obama got he got more like legislation passed for gay people than he got for black, and I'm not that's that's definitely dope. You know what I'm saying? That's good for them. But he got more legislation passed for the LGBTQ than he did for for black people. And it's like I feel like there's certain you know what I'm saying. They can't just they deserve legislation, but they can't leapfrog us. No, yeah, it doesn't. I think that's the thing that's important to think about is that like. So one thing that's really interesting specifically about uh black uh rights uh is that if you like try and claim and it's it's gotten better. Uh, I think the 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 conservatives have gotten less effective at running this tool. But if you try and claim that we should help black people in any way, then You'll get these weird arguments like, oh, you're belittling black people by saying you want to help them. Oh, you're actually being racist against white people because some vague reason about how racism is literally just about the color of one's skin and how, like, if I say you're black, you're racist. Some stupid shit like that. So if you're, like, saying, like, oh, you know, let's do reparations in the form of, like, community building, like – like putting zero taxes on uh, black-owned businesses and black communities or shit like that, they'll be like, oh, no, that's actually fucking racist. Right, Which, so, like, yeah. I mean, if you want to be real technical and <laughs> shitty about it, yeah, but it's not, that's not the point to some degree. And I think that's what makes it so hard for uh, black politics to matter because it's, you're trapped with, like, a Democratic Party that kind of doesn't give a shit and, uh, and then, like, if you try and be more radical, then you're you're kind of shoved into a corner. Yeah. I mean, Colin Kaepernick um, took a knee 
on a field and he lost his job. <laughs> like, yeah, but then that's and that kind of touches on a point where I say, and at the end of the day, who runs the NFL is old white men when it was okay. You yeah. know what happened with the, what happened to Ka- Kaepernick in their younger days if he would do some shit like that? Oh, dude. <laughs> Um, that would so, have been a bad day. So it's like, so that would it's have been like, a real they, bad day. They, I, I was hearing some whispering, like they trying to get some, some things changed where they want to stop calling the people owners. You know what I'm saying? After the, the whole Donald Sterling incident, I don't know if you know <laughs> about that. So it's the like, Donald man. Sterling incident. Yeah, you no, know, I the, haven't heard about that. He one. was a, he was the owner of the Los Angeles Clippers, and he had like a mistress that recorded him. Um, saying oh that yeah, I know what you're talking about. He don't want her with no yeah. black guys and don't bring up black guys to his games and shit. Walk the ball. Uh, so. that reminds me of. Did you know the whole uh Bob uh, Bob McNeil? No, Bob McNair thing Bob with the Texans. Bob. He was he was the old owner of the Texans. Was that the drunk guy? Um, no, it's uh uh. Yeah, yeah, so Bob McNair. So he was, so he got during, I think it was the 28, 2018 season, maybe the 2017 season. He, uh, it was during the Kaepernick stuff because mm-hmm. the Houston Texans decided to do like a little protest thing. Uh-huh. And then at an owner's meeting, he was like, look, we can't have the inmates running the prison. And oh, yeah, then yeah, they yeah. all fucking yeah. bailed out. Yeah. Because I mean, at the very best, poor choice of word. I mean, poor choice of role, but you know and like I said, and then people see. I feel like that's why I say, like people be like, you gotta have, have people, like hold people with some some type of self accountability. Like you in no, that yeah. position, you know what the fuck you doing? You know what you saying, man? It's if like, he's he, dude, if he's claiming that he has the legitimacy to hold three point eight billion dollars and take that from other people and hold that so other people can't use it. He should be able to not say racist shit at his business meetings. Right. Um, I mean, just but, he has that power. He should be able to hold it responsibly. Yeah, and that's the thing too. And it's like it's just the age we living in is so different. Like everything's recorded. Like everything is Watergate. So it's like you know what I'm saying. Business <laughs> meetings ten, twenty years ago, shit. You know that's what the fuck they was doing, shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, well, so, yeah, that reminds me of you know the the Papa John's thing. Um, I kind of remember. I don't see. It's not yeah. a lot of Papa John's in Chicago. There's no. There's none so he. Chicago. So if I remember correct, I, have, I actually have an uncle who owns a few Papa John's uh-huh. in San Antonio, and he was telling me like, so they were trying to like, like revamp the whole Papa John's thing because people weren't into Papa John for because I think he was like dating some young chick from like eighteen. She was like eighteen or nineteen or something, and he's like uh-huh. fifty or some shit. I don't know. I don't know the exact details of the reason up, but then there was like going to be a conference call where he was supposed to like talk. And I think it was going to be used for marketing campaigns or whatever. At least that's what my uncle told me that like, that the purpose of the call was to be recorded. And then he used the N word, man. It's like in like a very nasty way, man. And then he fucking, and of course they released it. <laughs> they, right, they, exactly. And, and then, you know, it's like, how'd you forget, dude, that you're being recorded? Also, you're at a conference call, man. And then, sure enough, he got fired, which is kind of crazy to think that Papa John got fired from Papa John's. That's, that's what I was saying. saying. That's, 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 that's uh, similar to the Donald Sterling thing. Like, they made him basically sell his team and uh, get out yeah. of the NBA. But it's like, that's what I think. That's why I, that's why I say it's just, I think they was doing, it's been going on for so long. And then, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? At, at that age, you know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of grew, I'm 28, so I kind of grew into the computer age a little bit. So, so, but yeah. when you're a little older, that shit kind of like smack you in the back of the head. Like, I still gotta like let my mom know, like, mom, you don't have to get cable. You can just get all these streaming services. You got Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, I, I got, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, oh shit, this is a recording. You know, goddamn recording. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> They're like, oh fuck. <laughs> oh, sure. So, goddamn, it's not the right, 60s anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Shit. definitely a lot of people just putting on a mask in the front, man. But hey, oh yeah, this uh this definitely went longer than I expected. I don't even know what the fuck the title of this gonna be anymore. I, I don't know, man. This is especially pretty, pretty out. This... especially because I didn't hit record for the first probably thirty minutes. So 
My oh, bad fuck, on that, man. It's all good. Hopefully you it's got some good. good on your end. But I got the... I don't even know. I'll probably just release it in clips, man. This is definitely with some uh, good Discord. I appreciate you coming in. I definitely gonna yeah, have no to. We're gonna, we gonna have to set some up with more uh, with some more structure, man, so we can get uh, have yeah, some better, yeah, have some better dialogue, man. I appreciate having your input and uh, you coming on to the show and reaching out to me, man. No, no problem. I, I you know, really enjoy the time. It's good talk. It's good talking to people that sometimes you disagree with, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even I yeah. even disagree, but just to get like the just to you know what I'm saying, ask a white person a question without them getting you know what I'm saying, like getting all crazy on me, you know, or getting not, all fucking weird. Me not even it. knowing if they gonna you know what I'm saying, because like I, I don't talk to no no white people, you know what I'm saying. So like, uh, I mean, I get, I honestly, your fear shit. isn't like if I see a white person, he got a, a badge and a gun. <laughs> oh God, dude, that's that's terrifying. That's man. how it is in the inner city of Chicago. That's how, like that's on. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, if it makes you feel any better, we're a lot of us are as scared as the police as well. Yeah, uh, maybe not I mean, as much. I mean, I don't know the police have fucked well, me. Me a lot. personally, me personally, I don't, I don't, I don't fear no man. It's just that's another another topic man. for another show. But it's just I feel like if it's your time, it's your time. But you still, at the end of the day, you still gotta be, you gotta stand for something. You know what I'm saying? You can't let nobody treat you like yeah. a bitch. You know what I'm saying? But, I, don't, I don't know. It's just that police man. They can. They can do whatever the fuck they want to you, man. Yeah, that's why the, the thing I, police, they, they normal people at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? And you going to get some type of power complexity when you get a badge and a bulletproof vest and a, oh, yeah. and a car that can run red lights. You know, you ain't no way you're going to act normal. So, you know, and yeah. then now you put them in these pressure cook situations and still tell them to act normal. So. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, remember that you have to be the cool-headed, calm, brave dude right. who's going to stop 9-11. Right. But... We're just gonna like you know we're not gonna go that hard into it, but you just okay, now already through, now just went through high yeah. school with no fist fights, and we're gonna send you to the hood and tell you to tell these guys then <laughs> get off the corner, sir. <laughs> See how sir? that works out for you, and then that's how people get shot because it's like fear, you know what I'm saying? It's fear. Yeah, it's fear. I mean, I don't. No, yeah, I don't blame I mean, them. I don't blame them. I done been on some places out here, and I. Put my hand on my, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm licensed, but you know what I'm saying. But it's definitely some sketchy places out here. But uh, no, you don't want to fuck around, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? That's what I said. You got to know where you are. We definitely gonna have to link up in the email, man, and uh, come up with some with some more structure, sure. man, and uh, set some up, man, and get some more content out. So uh, appreciate you coming on the show. For sure, man. dude. No problem. All right, man. Talk to you later. See ya.